Hello, welcome to the Fault Line Social Podcast. Today I'm going to be talking to you, Ed McRae, um, quite an inspirational guy to be honest. Uh, I grew up listening to your demise, so this is going to be a very, very interesting episode. We talk a lot about your demise, we talk a lot about Ed's experiences and a lot about Ed growing up and getting into the hardcore scene. So yeah, enjoy. It's really, really good. So how are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. Just uh, bank holiday Monday and all that, yeah, man, and uh, so, yeah. yeah, just literally just chilling, just yeah, trying sick. to trying to trying to relax, you know. Yeah, sick, man, sick. Um, how was the show you, last weekend? You all good? Sorry, yeah, I was saying, you all good? Yeah. I'm all good, man. Like I said, bank good. holiday Monday and just chilling, day off work. Yeah, good, 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 good. How was the show last weekend? Uh, yeah, you know what? It was a, uh, it was cool, man. Like, um, it, it was better than I. I thought it was going to be just because I'm a pessimistic bastard yeah. and I think, I think it's going to, I think everything's going to be awful. So did you, did you miss like playing shows with your demise? No. No? No. Oh, how cool. I just, I, uh, I just didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it again. No way. Nah, like, um, like if I'm completely honest, like I'm happy, I'm happy I'm doing the shows now. If you'd asked me, before the London show, the the show the other week, yeah. I would have been like, nah, man, nah, I don't want to do it. Like, fuck this. Um, but now I got that one show out of the way. I'm kind of like, yeah, it's cool, man. Like, it's nice. It's nice to like, like just do something different for a bit. And also, I think the main reason is it's nice to be on stage with like four of my best mates. So I was gonna say, like, you're back with your friends, kind of thing, you know? Yeah, fully. Like, you know, normal life kind of you know takes over and like Stu's got kids and doing that Oz is like driving buses and <laughs> buying house you know what I mean like we're all like yeah, yeah for sure doing, doing, so, we, so we don't even get to see each other that much so you, I think it's actually we like I personally was just like the nicest thing about it is just being able to hang out with those guys it's, yeah. it's lovely so is, the, what, is playing shows not really your kind of thing anymore then is that just something you've got past <laughs> It's kind of like, I don't know, really, like, I think for me personally, um, like the last year or so of being in Your Demise, like, and this is nothing like to do with the band or anything like that. So don't get it twisted. Like, it's all me. Like, I was having a very, very, very bad time. And Mm. um, it was a struggle. So I think sometimes if I look back at, like, the last bit to be in the band, on my own behalf, it's... I don't, I have a kind of a, a negative sort of thing with it, but, um, it's just all to do with me. It's not to do with, um, being yeah, in the band absolutely. or anything. It's just, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, just, it's just me, but yeah, uh, no, no, it's, cool. Yeah. it's It's cool, man. It's cool. Well, yeah. So, I mean, you guys have obviously played that many shows. Yeah. You know, obviously I know that these are like 10th anniversary shows for like the kids who used to be and whatnot, but you've probably played that many shows that, you know, someone saying, trying to do a show again, for you is probably kind of like, what do I have to kind of thing? It, it, it's the most, uh, it was, it, it was daunting to say the least. Like, yeah. I'd be, I'd be lying if we said we hadn't had offers to play shows before. Yeah, like, I can this. Yeah, I um, but I just, think he wasn't in the right headspace to do anything. But when these came about, like, I would say it's probably the last time we'd get to do anything. Like after this, there's no point doing any 
yeah. like more more shows you know so this would be the last time we'd probably get to do it We're getting older and uh, you know what i mean like the money's good you know what I mean? Like that's why that's that's the other reason I hate reading this stuff because it's like bands are always like, oh yeah, you know, we're doing this for like the music and getting back together. Now you're probably getting a hefty paycheck <laughs> as well. And like yeah, we all, and like it's no lie, we all live normal lives. So getting a bit of money does help. Yeah, yeah, for and it sure. is an incentive. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know imagine. what I mean. But like. Yeah, yeah. So how many, is it another two shows you've got? Because you've got uh, Slam Dunk is one of them, isn't it? Uh, yeah, so we've got Slam Dunk this weekend. Yeah. Uh, so Leeds and Hatfield. And then, and then, like, there's some other shit happening. But uh, I think it, I, I can't remember if it's like end of this year or like next year. Just because oh. obviously everything everything we were meant to do like, uh, was was meant like obviously in 2020 before everything went mad um, was meant to be just in a short like like couple months shorter space of time, but obviously everything got fucked up and blown out the water uh, with the pandemic and everything. Yeah. Uh, we've just kind of had to place it where we can, so we've got some other stuff coming up that I can't. I don't know if I'm allowed to say yet. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, it's, it's not like it's like, like, you know, a football player guy is not that important in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> but like, I don't know if I want to say something in case I get in trouble. Yeah, no, that's fine. But yeah, fine. but like, we're going to like, I think there's like, there's odd bits and bobs until like 2022, uh, oh. just to fill the time up, you know, and just yeah, to make sure we, and to make sure we play to everyone that actually wanted to see us play. So, yeah, of course, you know, obviously, you're the most wasn't just a UK band towards the end, was it really? There was a lot of people around the world that enjoyed it. Yeah, man. So. Yeah, man. It was, it's mad. Like, yeah, that's, that's what I mean. So also, it, get, it means we get to hang out a bit more and, you know, yeah. go see places. And yeah, I think sure. now, I'm an, now I'm an adult, when we go to these places, I'm actually kind of more gassed because I get to see more of the city. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, actually excited to see, like, places and stuff. No, that's cool. That's cool. So obviously, you've answered one of my questions there, asking if you've got anything else planned or otherwise. Do you think that'll be it then after those sort of this stint? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but like you know, as Bieber said, never say never. So yeah. Um, yeah, so you know, you don't. I I don't know. I don't want to say no, 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 but yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, <laughs> yeah. So like, I always say the only time I'll ever record another record is if we do a full-length covers record. Oh, no. What kind of covers? Of just... Ah. Oh, there's too many to say. And <laughs> I, yeah, it would take a long time just to pick the covers, but I've always wanted to do something like that. Like, before, like, being in your demise and things like that, I just think it will be sick to do, like, a covers record. I did just think it'll be fun. Did you do a cover for like a Kerrang magazine at some point? Did you do like a Metallica cover? Yeah, man. Yeah, we did a Metallica cover. Yeah, uh, I'm a man. Yeah, we did it with the guy that did uh, No Warnings. That's uh, sick. That's sick. First, first ever. Um, it was fun, man. And like, I put it out there. Like, it sounds pretty decent. We probably got a yeah, lot. I mean, we get, right. we, get hate, we get hate for everything. But like, I thought it was all right, to be fair. Uh, we yeah, also I have Deftones as Oh really? When? Yeah, man. Uh, we did it for uh, Radio One, BBC Radio what, One. What Deftones song was it? Uh, we did Head Up. Oh, 
Oh, no way. I'm going to have to yeah, uh, I'm going to search yeah, after this call, man. I'm going to try to find yeah, that. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, honestly. Deftones, like, probably one of my favourite ever bands. Yeah, um, They're definitely, like, up there, aren't they, really, from most Oh, mate. Second, like, big London show I ever went to. I was, like, 12, and I saw... Deftones, Lincoln Park, and Taproot on uh, uh, the back to, the back to school tour. It was uh, yeah, it was killer. It was good. Uh, yeah, I love that. I love Deftones, man. One of my favorite ever bands. I love Deftones. I never really had the opportunity to go see them. Have you not? Oh man! Uh, and it's like Lincoln Park was another one. So Lincoln Park, their final show with Chester was in Birmingham, which is obviously where I live. Yeah, and yeah. My dad had a spare ticket. He was like, "Do you want to go?" I was like, "Nah, nah, man. I'll come back around. I'll come back around." And then, oh man, that happened. Yeah, I, I hate, I hate that shit. Like, I yeah. still have like, I have tickets left over from shows that I never went to, and I'm just like, "What the hell was I doing?" Like, why was <laughs> yeah, what you're playing at, like? Yeah, yeah, like I had, I, I had tickets to Slipknot's first ever UK tour. Uh, and they were playing the Brighton Centre, and I just didn't go. Mm. I was just like, you know what? Um, and now when you I look back like at it, I was like, like a, uh, now I'm like, what the hell was I doing, man? <laughs> and 11, like, I look back at 11 year old me, I'm like, you are a fucking idiot, bro. Like, what are you doing? You had to see Slipknot, man. <laughs> That's jokes. So, anyway, you know, the obviously you got these 10th anniversary shows coming up. Is this something yeah. that you expected? Or was it just like proper spare at the moment? It's the 10th anniversary, let's do a bunch of shows. Or did you expect, um, like, you know, five years into the kids we used to be to be like, when it hits 10 years, we're going to do a bunch of shows? Nah, man. Never thought about it. Really? Never thought about it at all. Um, I don't, honestly, I don't really know how it came about. It was like, just, what was I doing? I was out running. No, I wasn't. I can't remember what I was doing. I was doing something. And uh, we have like a, obviously we have like a Your Demise group of just us yeah. five. Um, and Stu put into the group that got offered these things do you want to do them and I'd think about it for a minute I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna lie I'd think about it for a minute uh, I spoke to you know I mean I spoke to I spoke to everyone and I was, like they they know they, they're not you know they know what I'm like um, so you know they're not like they're not, they would never be like dickheads to me or anything but they're like Look, you know do this do that and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, might as well do it. Like, give it one, give it one more go. And then that's that's it. You know, be fun, see each other, hang out, be kids again for a little bit, and then yeah. let no let normal life resume, I guess. Yeah, for sure. So do you are you, are you glad that you agreed to the shows now? Do you feel like you made the right Yeah, I am, I am now. I am a hundred percent now. Uh yeah. As I said, if you ask me this last week i would have been like no man no but uh but no 100 percent i'm happy with doing them it is uh it's great it is That's it cool, is man. such a lot it was such a laugh uh i mean i had a full-on panic attack before the show it's been what how long has it been since you last made the show like was it 2000 how, how long has it been oh. um we did that Oh, you did that, a one-off show with you at six yeah, at one point, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, yeah, we did that. But, I mean, I don't even count that as a, a show, really. You know, it was just... It just is what it was. Um, but I'd say, like... When was the final show? Night, 
like oh. eight years ago, nine years ago, was maybe. It? Oh. Yeah, it was a lot. Like it was a long. Nah, it was like eight years ago. I'd say now, maybe. It was a while ago. It was quite a while ago. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. it's been it's it's been like. I remember going weeks. to it. Yeah, man. Like I went to what I went to the first because you had two dates in London as a final. We show. had two. First yeah. First one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that was a, been yeah. that long ago, man. That's crazy. Nah, time's gone, hasn't it, man? That's time insane. is gone. Uh, yeah, it's scary to think about it. But yeah, so roughly about eight years. So yeah, I haven't like well, none of us bar Telby because Telby's killing it with his bamboos. Um, like none of us have stepped foot on stage. Like I That's think like, it's a big I, thing, man. If you haven't been yeah, on stage for like eight years, I think I was quite drunk and I. Uh, sang with terror maybe like within that period of time <laughs> for some reason like Vogel gives me a mic and I'm like well I've got to do it innit but um, but yeah no it's weird it was it's such a bizarre feeling especially as I am a I'm fucking suffer with like anxiety and yeah. all that sort of thing and yeah I was like this is gonna be fucking awful man but yeah it turned out alright I kind of just it went through the motions muscle memory it's like playing Tony Hawk's isn't it yeah yeah man like years of playing skate and things you forget that you've got that muscle memory back in your hands with Tony <laughs> Hawk's I'm just saying I'm, I mean I was the same obviously for the pandemic I've been like not playing shows for like two years and then mm. I played like one of the first hardcore shows back in the UK when it all yeah 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 and we were like yeah. the first band to play as well, like the opening band, and it was just like. How, how did you find it? Is? How did you um, find it? It was uh, a thousand times better than what I expected it to be. Yeah, were you like worried about? Um, uh, it was just, like, just playing, or were you worried was, about like pandemic? Everything, like, yeah, literally yeah, everything. Man. It was like because at that point I wasn't double vaccinated. I'd had one vaccine, but not two. Mm. Um, and it was like, you know, all restrictions had gone out the window. There was no two-minute distance, none of it. So it was like loads of people from like Leeds, Manchester, London. There's just loads of people there. And it was like the band that I was in playing the show with, they're not like ridiculously popular. So the shows we have played has always been smaller crowds. And then this one was a lot bigger because it was like the first show back kind of thing. Did you did you find like um kids were more up for up for it just because obviously they did yeah yeah, yeah it literally it. was that yeah so it literally was that like we're not like I said we're not a popular band but I think just because it was the first hardcore show back in the UK mm. people were just loving it uh, yeah I think that's cool man like that I I mean I'll be as you said like you you weren't double vaccinated I moved mine forward so I would be double vaccinated for the shows. Oh, okay. Like, just, you know, you know what it is. Like, just every precaution under the sun, isn't it? Um, and touch wood, uh, you know, I've been, I've been fine. But, um, yo, like, when we got to the venue, man, like, I was like, whoa. Like, obviously, I've been in pubs and stuff. And, you know, we've yeah. all been in play Since the pandemic's kind of, you know, doing what it's doing now and restrictions have been lifted, you know, we've all been to the pubs. But I still, like, I wear a mask to work. I, like... I still wear a mask like, on public transport and like, you know, I still take precautions and things. But like when I was in the venue, I was like, fuck man, this is going to be a lot. And the more it started filling up, I was like, shit. Um, it's a lot of people. It's like over yeah, hundreds, hundreds of people in it. So it's like, Bro, like and like, obviously, like we, as well. we've spent like two years, like, I don't know about you, but like, I spent two years like 
a year of it literally on furlough like a whole year oh, of yeah, furlough yeah. and like you know i see people and uh, i see people and stuff but um i wasn't with massive groups of people like no. i'd just be like i go running every day so i'd see people in town but i'm running so it's fine and then like i'd see my friends from time to time like outside but it's only like the most like six people you know yeah. and then you're like then you're faced with like 500 600 people <laughs> yes, in the room yes. you're like oh shit this is different like i haven't That's had to do mad. this for a while and like no one's and like you know fair play whatever like if you don't wear a mask you don't want to wear a mask you don't have to and like by the end of it i wasn't even wearing a mask because it's just like just kind of yeah. forget like it was it was a like the most like did the pandemic even happen yeah that's exactly how i felt so how, when it was how like, you felt did it did yeah, you like, forget yeah, the last did you forget the last two years right away because it was like like you said i got there it was like loads and loads of people and no one was wearing masks and it was just like did it even happen was it just a dream yeah what's this all about and then like you'd have like little moments i don't know i'm an overthinker so i'd have like little moments where i forget about it, and then suddenly you're like yo shit like there's a pandemic going on and I'm like well I've, I've, I'm just getting COVID aren't I now <laughs> like, <laughs> I, was, I was like like some of like some of my friends and stuff like uh, I was just like yeah we're just gonna get COVID now and they were like yeah I was coming to the venue and we were just like just kind of down with the fact I'm getting COVID now and like wow. just kind of come to terms with it that's but crazy. like touch wood touch wood I've done tests and done all that sort of shit and that's good been, I'm, I'm fine so that's really good I mean I know you, so what, did, did you did you do tests after your show yeah that? I did before yeah. and after and I was fine yeah and I think a lot of yeah. people I think I think everyone from that show was fine but then weirdly enough the week after that there was the UK HC returns first in London yeah yeah like every, loads like, everyone of people got, tested yeah, positive man. yeah which yeah, is man. why, like, this weekend, well, actually today, I was supposed to play Upsurge down in London. Yeah. yeah that yeah. got cancelled because of the turnout from UK from, from that, yeah, 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 crazy. I mean, like, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not big on social media, to be fair. Um, so I don't really know, like, I don't look at the reactions to our shows and all that. But, like, I haven't heard anyone from the show who's got COVID or anything. I, I, had, I had a friend of mine went and he's fine so yeah think, so like you know, it's, it's hit or miss it's, isn't it it's like I, it's, it's really weird like I just you know obviously I, I it's not that I, I I still think it's running right through the world and everything and it is still worrying but I just think you know I think a lot of people are it's a minority that aren't looking after themselves and not caring but I think yeah. a lot of people you know, people that want to come to shows and stuff. I would they're making that effort, stuff. aren't they? They're, yeah, make, yeah. they're making the effort because yeah. obviously, you know, if you go to a show and you you test positive, you ain't going to shows for a minute. Loads of your friends ain't oh. going to shows for a minute. Like, I, I hope, well, I hope people are just, you know, really th- like being a conscious effort so they can have fun and get things back to normal, you know? I'm, I mean, I'm similar. I don't tend to go on social media as much, but just seeing like the amount of my friends that are like, right, let's just make sure we're testing yeah. before, after. And a lot of my it's friends good, are getting vaccinated now and they were trying to get yeah. the vaccines early. And, you know, I think it's, I think it's cool, man. Like, like, yeah, I, you know, do what you want in life and everything like that. But I just, it's cool that people are like, you know, coming together. Well, not everyone, obviously, because <laughs> they're, Madheads in the world <laughs> um but like it's cool that people are really making an effort and like you know trying to get like get things back to normal especially when our government is like i'm not a political person so i never want to comment too you know i never want to comment too much because 
I'm, I, you know, I'm, I, I don't want to get things wrong or, you know, make, you know, but, but, you know, I look into politics, I'm, you know, left, you know, left wing, if you like, and all that sort of shit. And our government is shit. So it's cool that like people are taking yeah. their own responsibility to look after each other. I mean, I know there are dickheads out there who aren't and, you know, it is what it is. But that's but, up to them, and it? It's like... Yeah, that's up to like, them, you know? They're like, going to do it and they're going to get COVID, yeah. then it's going to And regret. also, like, I'm not, I'm not, I would never, like, you know, dismiss someone's beliefs because I know there are people out there who don't take it for, like, religious reasons, you know, stuff yeah. like that. So, I, and, like, health issues, I get it. But, like, if you are able to get it and, you know, you don't have any of that things, it's cool that people are. I think, yeah. especially younger, especially younger kids as well, because you know, I, th- I guess if I was a kid, you'd you'd not you wouldn't want to get it. You just wouldn't think about it. You'd be like, I'm just trying to like go out and have fun, you know? Yeah, I think like I'm a bit too old now, but I think younger me would have been like keen to get the vaccine just so I could go back to shows or just so I could go yeah. back to the pub and things like that. I really hope the younger me would be exactly the same, and I'd like to think the the younger version of myself would be. Uh, just because I'm always been like that way inclined, I'm like, mm. fuck it. If it means I can do something, if it means I can go somewhere, I'll get jabbed. I'll do whatever. You yeah, know? exactly. That's yeah, what it sure. is. Like, I don't think. I mean, I don't think there's anything bad in it that's going to try and kill me later or put a microchip in me. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it's like, it's like, well, yeah, fuck it. Like, if it gets shit, shit back to normal and stuff, and then like in 50 years' time, no one would even even think about this being a a madness that you shouldn't be taking. You know. Uh, filling your body with poison so yeah fingers crossed everything's best you know what I mean man yeah for sure anyway um, so tell me a little bit about yourself then Ed like what made you like join your demise how did it sort of come about what were some of your inspirations leading up to it uh wow that's um I've never I've never really I've never really had to talk about this sort of shit you know what I mean like I'm quite you know kind of stay away from it as you know I'm a I'm a difficult man to get hold of. <laughs> um, nah, it's just because I'm hella embarrassed about talking about anything. Um, man, man, don't be. And myself. I don't like talking about myself too much. Um, yeah, I'm just regular regular guy, regular kid, just in school. Uh, I was a fat kid. Definitely <laughs> fat kid. Um, yeah, I was very fat. Um, but like, yeah, just my mum was into good music growing up so like i remember when i was really young like my mum had uh the black album by metallica i mean my dad had that so it's like yeah yeah yeah. and like um and like and take that and party (laughs) take that um and like sade um and just like and then like my uncle was like hella into like my uncle's like into mad good music. Like his favorite bands are like Converge and like um, Shit. he's wow. been to every single one of our shows. He like he went to see he goes to he went to like Hope Conspiracy on his own. Like just Whoa. doing silly. Yeah, yeah like it's quite cool. Like my uncle's into that sort of shit. Um, but yeah, like and uh, yeah, so and my mum was like into like R and B and like you know hip hop and stuff like that. So I kind of had a really like mixed bag of like just growing up. So I was like into loads of cool stuff. Um, well, I thought it was cool anyway. Um, and then like, you know, growing up in school, you, you know, you make friends that have similar sort of things. And like, we got into like bands, like obviously like, so what we're talking like 1998, I would have been 10, nine, 10 is like, you know, when you start like really like 
getting into music and things yeah, like that. True. So like, I think I was, I think we listened to like, you know, obviously Deftones, like <clears throat> AFI, like my first ever show I went to, my mum took me for my 11th birthday. It was AFI, uh, well, it was Offspring, AFI, uh, at, at, uh, Wembley Arena. Like, wow. and I was like, no this is amazing. Like, That's huge. Yeah, man. It was amazing. It was so good. Uh, so yeah, so I was like in like, and I it wasn't just like I wasn't just into punk and like, like or metal. I was like, I we just like, you know at that age you just if it if it's heavy if it's fast if it, if you like it you're into it. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, like I'll be listening to bands like I listen to bands like Fugazi uh, yeah, so. at the at the drive-in, um, Bad Brains, but then I'd also be listening to like Corn, Deftones, uh, yeah. like. Uh, you know, you know, just like uh, Machine Head, uh, Sepultura, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, just sure. kind of like, into, there was no like, you weren't like pigeonholed into a, like a sort of genre. You were just like, you liked anything, you know, you pick up Kerrang! magazine, you see what's in it. Like, you'd be like, oh yeah, I'll check that band out. You open up records, you read who they sank on it and you're like, oh, if they like that band, I should be listening to that band, that sort of thing. Uh, and then like, and then the main band that literally probably changed, changed me was Glassjaw. Um, oh, okay yeah that's like that's like my favorite band ever because you know they would do like tours with deftones and stuff like that but then they would do tours with bands like american nightmare and that's, converge that's um it. so that's and then and so they introduced me properly to like as i said like american nightmare and then obviously through american nightmare you get into like you work back uh you get into like you know floor punch and you know all like just like hardcore you know yeah like sure. as it as it goes you would say actual hardcore um so yeah and then yeah just kind of went through life and then got into hardcore did met like 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 i love metal stuff like i love decapitated i love like stuff like that and then like yeah just through that way and that's how i kind of just got into it and through that time i played in bands in school i was lucky i went to a i went to a high school that was um they got I perform it became performing arts school. Okay. So they put I, lot, I, like, I went to a performing arts school as well. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean, essentially it's just an, a regular school, but they just plow loads of money into the performing arts section yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. So like so like obviously you turn up to school and then they're like, right, do you want to learn to play an instrument? Because they've got all this money. I'm like, fuck it, yeah, I'll play guitar, you know? So started playing guitar and then like obviously your friends are like let's make bands and stuff because there's like practice rooms in school and like has all the equipment so yeah just literally from year seven i was doing bands man like just playing little shitty shows and just like just practicing every monday with like friends like bands that would last like a week bands that would last like you know what i mean like yeah, every week yeah, like, Yo, we're, gonna, we're gonna start this new band and it's gonna sound exactly like green day and oh, you're just like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. And you're already in like ten of a band. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in like a million bands, and you're like, <laughs> oh, I'll I'll, I'll play bass for this band, man. Like, like it's cool. I haven't got like, oh, like, but yeah. So I did that throughout the whole of school, and then left school, went to college uh, in Brighton, obviously, um, and then made a band with some friends called Centurion, um, oh, and then that did like it did well like it was again never wanted to do anything mad but it was just a uh, right place right time obviously we grew up with 
architects so okay yeah, obviously being, yeah, we all went I, I i went to college with all that lot like my first shows i've ever like proper shows i ever played was with that band was with architects and that's sick that's so good like the first like in centurion the first like mini like few like couple days away was with architects in like that's so like, it, like in a removal truck and like stuff like that and then there was like obviously bands like turn cold from worthing um nervous wreck uh and then obviously that turned into like dead swims and stuff yeah. um like we all it was it was actually quite cool at that moment in time thinking back like none of our bands sounded the same but we all just played the same shows every week or whatever and then yeah it was cool and then like obviously we started going away to like one-off shows in like the arsehole end of nowhere in england yeah. and then one day you know we went on tour with bring me the horizon we got asked to do the bring me the horizon tour. Bonkers. uh so like it was their first like full uk headline it's like pinnacle bring me the horizon as well like. oh mate it was like pinnacle bring what, the what's, the, what's, what's the record uh, uh what's that first record called but, not count your blessings on before no it was, no, count your it, 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 it was, no it was count your blessings that was the tour we were this on. is what this is what the edge of your seat was made for no no it, that one yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that's a song on it anyway yeah that's a song on it like you know i mean i was never like the biggest fan of that band but like fuck man like when we toured with them and this is i was like i, th- I must have been 18 17 18 when we did it um i was like jesus man like because they're like they were like roughly similar sort of age i guess like maybe they're they're a bit older they're a bit older than me i was like oh this band is huge man like that's a big tour that's a huge and and i mean and i mean like it wasn't that big like in hindsight considering like what they do now like in, in if anything it's tiny but like at the time like, i was like fuck man playing like shows like that that's crazy and we, we were like on the tour just doing that so i did centurion for a bit and then that like lasted a few years did a few tours and then like kind of broke up and then i was like done being in bands now yeah um i was like 20 i think it's like yeah done being in bands just gonna get on with real life um didn't know what to do decided to go wow. to a uh, hairdressing school funny enough wow <laughs> yeah That's cool. uh, That's cool. yeah did, did that don't know why uh yeah i was the <laughs> only per- uh, yeah hit me out here i was the only person ever to do the course and 100 percent the exam which i was wow. like respect. fair play yeah, fair play respect, so, I got, so i got i got into i got into hairdressing school um because i wanted to work in fashion really um but like i was like if i do hairdressing you can kind of do that sort of thing can't you yeah, uh sure. and then for some reason i don't know why i went away on tour with like my friend's band and they were touring with lower than atlantis oh sick so this was 2009 yeah 2009 so i went away with my friend's band and they were on tour with lower than atlantis, but they were also playing download festival oh sick Great. So went to download, like did that, did the campaign, did all that. And I knew Telby, who was, okay. in, yeah. who was, who was obviously already in Demise, but he was in Last Witness as well. Like we, oh, we, <laughs> yeah, this goes back to our tour when I was in Centurion with, uh, Bring Me The Rises. <laughs> I met Telby at, uh, the Yeovil Ski Lodge, yeah, because he came to the show mm-hmm. and me and him just kind of like, you know, 
got on and we i think we uh i think we moshed together to uh bring me the horizon um, so like me and me and me and telvi had known each other for like like a hot minute like quite a while so i met like we hung out at uh download whatever came back and then telvi was in last witness theo uh had left last witness um at the time so it's just before last witness broke up uh theo yeah, left man. Yeah, great, band. great band, great band, great band. Um, uh, and then they asked me to sing in Last Witness, and I was like, "Yeah, cool, yeah, I'll do it." So had like, what? had like two, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is untold. This is untold stuff. Um, yeah, no so yeah, I was. I, I had like two practices of Last Witness. I think we even there's a somewhere in the ether of the world there is a uh, there is a song with me on it, like a what? really crappy demo. A really crappy demo um in the ether but and then like yeah if you so, can find that demo please send it me. Uh, you know you know what i will 100 percent say there is no way in hell i am getting yeah, it. I, wouldn't, it. I would i wouldn't even know where to begin or who <sighs> to go to um, but uh so yeah and then it's, this is where this is when it kind of gets weird like um we kind of stopped because telby was doing demise so that kind of took over a fair bit yeah. so last week it's kind of just that wasn't doing anything really. Um, so I was just working. I was working in a, I was working in a, I was working in a trainer store. I was working, just doing, you know, nine to five retail sort of shit. Um, and then I had a day off and tell like the day before I went to my friend's house and I felt it. They said that it was like, they lived, it was like some of architects lived there and like a few friends. And they said that George had been kicked out of, your demise this is all a true story so i don't get it twisted um <laughs> and I, it must have like you know seeped into my subconscious because i'll be honest like i you know i hadn't really listened much to your demise like yeah you know just yeah i'd heard like burnt tongues and stuff i was on my way i was on my way home and i fell asleep on the bus and i had like this weird dream where i was in your demise I didn't know. I I only knew yeah, Telby yeah. and Jim. I only knew Telby and Jimmy, like because I met them at Download, and I I'd obviously seen Stu about and like Centurion had played shows with your demise, but this was a while ago. Um, I had a dream that I was in, and I woke up and I was like, "Oh, that's kind of funny." Uh, didn't forget anything <laughs> of it. And then bear in mind, I didn't know a song. Like I just was asleep on the bus, and then the next day, Telby rang me and was like, "Yo." Um, do you want to hang out in town? Like I'm in Brighton. I have to do something. I was like, yeah, cool. Completely separate, unrelated matter to being in your demise. Like at all. There was nothing to do with it. Just, he was in Brighton and asked if I wanted to hang out. I was like, yeah, bless. Cool. Let's do it. Um, as I was on my way into town, uh, Stu rang me and he was like, yo, is this Ed? I was like, yo, is this Ed? And I was like, uh, yeah, who's this? And he was like, it's Stu from your demise. And I was like, all right, mate. Bear in mind, I've never spoken to him before, <laughs> ever, ever in, ever in my life. I don't think That's I may crazy. have said hello to him, like at a show or something, but like never spoken to him. And I was like, "You're right, mate. How you doing?" He was like, "Oh yeah, just um, we've uh, we've just kicked out our singer. And uh, do you want to be in the back? Do you want to be in? Or do you want to try out for your demise? Be in your demise?" And I was like, "Uh, let me get back to you on that. Like, hang about." <laughs> I was like, "All right." Cool. Let me, I, I was like, funny enough, I'm meeting your drummer in town. And he was like, all right, cool. 
he was like, I'll speak to you later. I was like, cool, 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 I'll speak to you later. We got into town and I was like, tell me, I just got a call from Stu, like your guitarist. And he was like, yeah, so did I. Are you being in our band? And I was like, oh, <laughs> I don't know, yeah, maybe, I don't know. And at the time, I, and then obviously, you know, I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll do it. Like I haven't been in a band for a while. I had a practice. You know, obviously, it must have been all right because I ended up being in the band. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, just I quit. I quit. I I just quit going to hairdressing school, so I didn't even do that. And then, wow. with it, and then within like a month's time, I was on tour, literally. Oh no, uh, I did a show in Portugal, one show in Portugal. That was my first show. First show you were was in Portugal. What the fuck? And, then, That's and at, at this time, like I was not like in my head i had no idea um to the level of what your demise were taught i just i'm used to being in a band with you like like i was like maybe one tour two tours a year like i'd done previously the odd one-off show that's it so i was like yeah it'd be fun to be in a band again like i can work around it you know do all that sort of thing i'm 20 like nine yeah i'm 20 it's fine uh so yeah did a show in portugal I was like, oh, that was kind of fun um yeah and had then, you ever played like in europe by that point had you ever been yeah i've not been i've not been to um it's weird i've not been to like mainland europe or anything like that but um like for some reason centurion were kind of big in uh <laughs> in in scandinavia so wow, um, i done i don't yeah i know weird so i've done tours in in Norway and Sweden and what? places like and them yeah weird I know that's it's a very crazy that's sick, yeah man. very weird so I had done stuff like that which was cool like um yeah is that yeah we we did shows like the seventh the seventh cross in um in Sweden oh, it was fun it was sick. Wow, it was it was, it was yeah it was good like that's how I kind of like met sheep and stuff like yeah. like yeah, yeah. sheep's always been sheep's always been like such a cool guy and I've always got on with him really well um so yeah, that's how I met Sheep for all. Um, but yeah, anyway, anyway, um, back to what I was saying. So yeah, did, did a couple shows, did uh, another show, I can't remember where it was, did an architect show where it was like for a video shoot they did in a church. I can't remember what song it was. Follow the Water. I'm sure it's Follow the Water. Is it Follow the Water? I'm sure it's Follow the Water. I'm sure that's in a okay. church. I'm sure it, I, I, back, like, back, back then I was like a huge architects fan. Like, yeah. That album so probably, as well is like my favorite album, so I'm pretty sure it's you probably the you probably know more than me. You probably know more than me then. Um, that's sick though that you guys played like a show around. Yeah, there. that's sick. Yeah, so it was like it was a video shoot, but they did a show at the same time, and like I think we we played, I think lower than Atlantis played. I think that's so uh, sick. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Um, and then yeah, and then went on tour, and then it felt from that moment then. I didn't stop touring for a good, I don't know, seven years or something. Wow. Yeah. It just, I, it was like totally unexpected. Like I, as I said, like I joined the band thinking, you know, a couple of fun shows, a couple of tours, blah, 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 you know, get on with regular life. Everything's fine. Uh, no, nah, <laughs> it was completely different. I didn't know you had to like deal with like magazines and like, like obviously I've been in a magazine, but like, you know, fucking harangue introducing or something like that. I don't know. But like I didn't expect, you know, just something funny or whatever, but like I didn't expect to be having to do interviews and 
all that because I'm just I'm not that sort of person. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it freaks me. It freaks me out, man. Like uh, I find it weird that people actually want to know about me. It's cool. You know man. I mean? It's interesting stuff. Talk stories uh, to tell, you know. I've learned something yeah. new today. I didn't realize you were singing in the last week, last witness for that. It's not that long. It's crazy. Yeah, but like. Two, pra- two practices. Yeah, but still, there's a demo somewhere. <laughs> I'm definitely going to be on the internet trying to find that demo later. Oh, good luck. If you do, let me know, man. <laughs> I'll um, get over to you if I find it. Yeah, thank you, please. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's like totally not not me. I'm a bit of a, you know, I'm a quiet person. I like keeping myself to myself. Uh, I don't like being hassle. I don't like being in anyone's way. I just, you know, just kind of, just get through you know just try yeah, and get through so it. like so like it was like um it was weird i just didn't know what to do or what to expect from it i mean honestly it was some of the best fun i've ever had in my life and i would never change it because i've been places i would probably never even have thought going. about thought about going you know what I mean? let alone wanted to go actually thought about going um and seeing and played some amazing shows and things but like I just wasn't prepared for it at all, yeah. man. Like it just Plus you were it, very young. That's like I'm yeah, not man. Do at such a young age. I think at the time I didn't think I was that young because I was like twenty. But like we were all at twenty. Like like Stu and Oz are a little bit older, but like me, Jimmy, and Telby are all you know within months of each other. So we were all twenty twenty one. And thinking about it at the time, you're just like fuck. You are young, man. Like yeah, I never. I mean. Man, it's. I think it's so much harder than it was back then. I didn't play Europe until I was like 25, 26. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I mean, I think you know what. I think that is kind of. I think that is probably the average age that people probably do end up doing bands and stuff. And but it's just, I think I we for some reason all of us in your demise in separate entities were in bands from such a young age. Yeah, yeah. I think, that, yeah. But I think everything. I think everything kind of, um, not happened quicker, but happened earlier because we were already doing it. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a lot of people would start bands at like eighteen, nineteen. I guess I don't know. Um, but like we were doing bands at like, like thirteen, fourteen. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it's kind of like yeah, just you know, you end up doing it earlier. But yeah, man, we were we were young, like really young, and. Like, I'll be honest, like I suffer with awful mental health problems. Um, and like at the time, I didn't think I, I, I didn't think I had anything wrong. It's the classic case of someone who's yeah. got really bad depression. Yeah. Just think it's, it, it, just brush it off and think it's nothing else. Um, which in hindsight is the worst thing you could do because it actually fully came to hinder me in later life. Uh, similar thing to me, you know, I suffer with mental health issues as well. And, at uh, first, like, proper band I'd got into that were touring and were playing Europe and things like that, that was very, very, like, strong on my anxiety and stuff. Like, yeah. I still get anxious now, and I've played yeah. know, loads of shows now, but I still get mm. anxious now, so I Oh, anxious. man, it's awful, man. Like, I'd say, like, I, you know, it comes with the territory, innit? Like, you have depression, you've probably got ang- some sort of anxiety yeah. as well. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh but for me, it was it was less of it was less of the anxiety. I have anxiety about other things, but it was never about playing shows for some reason. I could just like I kind of just switched off and 
pretended I was doing something else, if you know what I mean. It's, yeah, see, that's the, it's the worst one for me. I never understand why. Like, I do suffer with anxiety quite badly, but playing shows before the show, it's the worst. And then after the show, you, I'm like, what the fuck was wrong with me? Do you find, like, yeah, do you like, do you like sometimes you'll go to like meet some friends at a pub or a bar or something? And you're like, fuck, man, this is the worst thing that's ever I happened. I do it, man. Like, I do it. I do it. Why do I, I do why, it all why the do time? I do that? I do and it then, but, the time. but you can go on stage and play a show, right? Yeah, literally. So I did a similar thing, like, literally a few days ago. So me and a group of friends, we met up to play football. And then a few of our other friends were like coming along as well. And they were bringing people that I didn't kind of know, but I did. That's the one, man. As soon as they said they were going, I was like, oh, I'm not sure about this, man. Oh, man. Yeah, like, man. It was like Papa Kikinen. And then when I went and yeah. played football yesterday, I was like, this is amazing. What did I This even... is fun, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. man. Like, I'm, I am that fun, person. Like, off, off, off subject for a minute, off piece for a little bit, going to football. I am desperate. I am desperate to play football, like, more than anything. Like, I yeah. just want to play football. But, and like, I'm probably in the, like one of the fittest shapes I've been for a while. Like my fitness is great, but because I haven't played football in a while, I'm terrified. I'm absolutely terrified. Yeah. And then I'm like, it's just football, man. You're going to be playing with your mates. And I'm like, yo, my first touch is going to be awful, man. And like, I don't know if I can do that. And then it just builds up. And you're like, I'm not playing football. Am I? I, I, playing. I, I was, I was similar, but then like, I mean, some of my friends will probably listen to this and laugh, but like I was similar. And then we all met up and I realized how terrible some of my friends actually were. And well, I that's like, it. Oh, it's you... fine, man. It's fine. Well, that's it. You realize that you're not, your friends aren't fucking. Yeah. Know, not Ronaldo. You're, you're, you're not Ronaldo. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Your friends are your friends. You know, they aren't, they, if they were Ronaldo and Messi, they'd probably be playing football. Um, <laughs> You know what I mean? So like, yeah. So I have that sort of anxiety. But for me, it was just like my brain man is uh is lacking in serotonin. Yeah, like, I feel, I feel, massive, massively. So for me, it was just I was sad, man. I was yeah. sad so much. Like I was just. It's very um. So like I, one of the first sort of tours I actually did proper tours. I remember getting sort of halfway through and just being a bit like reclusive and just mm. sitting in the van for the show kind of thing. Mm. So it's one of them, you're away from home for such a long time. And this was only a week's tour. It wasn't like a, yeah. a long time. So for you, you were probably away for like months at a time. So it's a big thing. Weird environments think, and stuff as well. I, I don't think it matters, man. Like for you saying like, you know, you felt like that and that like you're away for a week. You know, you wait for a week, you wait for a month. If you feel like shit, you feel like shit. It doesn't yeah, like you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like those, those days, like, can feel like a fucking eternity sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like one day can feel like, like just, just hours and hours and hours, man. Um, like I'm so grateful. Like I think I lasted in the band as long as I did. I'm so grateful for the rest of the band. Yeah. Like, I'm so grateful for, like, you know, Selby, Jimmy, Oz and Stu. And also, like, you know, the people we had around us uh, on tour, yeah. not around us, just the yeah. people we, like, I'm not yeah. talking management, I'm not talking anything like that. The people that were on tour with us. Um, yeah, like the friends you take with you that do manage. Yeah, like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, without, and they probably didn't even know it at the time because I, you know, I didn't say anything. I didn't want to be, a, I didn't want to be an issue. I didn't want to be like, 
like a hindrance to them. But I think without knowing, they kept me doing stuff. You know, they kept my mind active. They kept me like, you know, doing stuff because, you know, we just wanted to hang out and have fun. So thank God I was in a band uh, that was, you know, with those guys because if I was with a band, if I was in a band that I couldn't, that weren't like that, I think, I, you know, I wouldn't have been in that band that long. Yeah. Like, uh, I think towards the end though, because at the time like, I, ha- I had to work a full-time job. This is the thing. When I was like, when we were in the height of touring, I was still working a full-time job. Um, I had a girlfriend of like, like, you know, at the time, like four, you know, four, by the end of the band, I was, I've been with her like six years. Oh. Um, like, so, uh, you know, I was, and then obviously doing touring and stuff, I was just like, I couldn't, I just couldn't do it. So yeah, it was, it, it's difficult. And like being away like three months of the year and like, you know, everyone said we sold out and stuff, but yo, I did that. Why was I working a full-time job? You know, the whole time I was in the band. Um, it's people tough. don't realise, man. People don't realise. People wouldn't realise until being in a band how mm. much money it doesn't make. Do you know what Literally, I mean? like, bro. But the, the worst part about it, and I don't know the ins and outs, man, but like, we made a fair bit of money. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, we yeah, were, yeah. like, we made money for sure. Like, I've seen our merch. We Because we did everything ourselves. I've seen, I've seen how, how much you do on merch and all that. But never got any of it. Like, yeah. never seen a pe- never seen a penny, man. Like it all goes back into the band as well and things like that. Doing it at the yeah, time, honestly. a lot of it goes back into the band, and a lot of it goes to I don't know who it went to. To be fair, um, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of kind of kind of mad, but I don't really want to get into it. Because yeah, then no, I'll get yeah. then I then I'll start say I don't want to start saying shit that may not be true, but um, <laughs> but. You know, it, it is difficult, man. Like, and that's why I I couldn't do it anymore. Like, I just it it drove me mad. Like, I was I remember like being in Japan and just being like, I can't be here anymore, man. Like, just sitting in a hotel because I had my like for some reason I had my own hotel room on that. Like, for some I don't know why I got given my own hotel room. Um, a lot of us did, and I'd just be sitting in a hotel room in Japan, just being like. I just want to, I need to go home. I just have to go home. I didn't yeah. sleep. I, I just, I didn't sleep at all in Japan. I'd be up at like five in the morning. I'd go to Starbucks because it's the only thing I knew like how to order. Um, and I'll just walk around in hindsight. It's kind of cool, but I just walk around the city, like some Japanese city on my own, drinking a coffee, watching people open the shops just so I could not have to think about having to play a show. And, not having to think about the fact that I've still got another month and a bit of doing this tour in Japan Uh and I'm away from home. And I was just like, fuck man, like Japan is my favorite place in the world. And I'm just sitting here not enjoying it. You know what I mean? And that's when I was like, and that's when I was like, yeah, I really, really, really need to get out of the band. I need to say something, but I couldn't because I was terrified that, I would piss off everyone else in the band, I guess. Um, and I was just like, also, I was like, looking back at it, I'm like, I was plead, I, I like plead with our manager, man. I'd be like, look, man, I don't want to do these tours. Like, I can't do it. Like, I've been away like 
11 months of the year i just give me a bit of a break yeah. and he'd be like and they'd be like oh yeah 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 yeah." but you need to do it for the money and i'm like who am i paying like what am i doing like why am i playing these shows why am i literally wanting to fucking kill myself wanting to like break my leg so i didn't have to go um for 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 you to get paid man I'm just like fuck that, bro. Like it's bullshit. Yeah, for someone else uh, to get a bit of fucking. And and then, and then and then that's what that's what really like. When I started thinking about it, I was like, that's what really pissed me off about it. It's like the band bands do so much. They do all the work, like all the work. The reason why half these people have jobs is because of the bands. Yet the bands do stuff and get no money, and everyone else around them is getting paid. And I'm just like it makes no sense. Like it literally no sense. Like, and they're like, Oh yeah, but we do a good job for you. It's like, yeah, what you get us bored and stuff. Yes. Yeah, cool. But you're not having to go on these like six month long tours away from home with no money to come back. So you can get paid. It's bullshit. So yeah, that's when I kind of, I was just like having a real crisis. And also I just felt like shit and wanted to kill myself. So, um, yeah, it kind of was like, I had to, I had to, get, I had to get out. I, I, the thing is, you can kind of understand it. Kind of, I mean, I think people seem to forget sometimes that, you know, some people will say, oh, going on tour for six months of the year, that's the dream, that is the dream. But in hindsight, there's a lot of stress that comes with something like that. Like, like you say, it, you're like, away from home, you have no money, because if you haven't got a job back home that's funding it, you've literally got no money, so it's like... You're, li- you're living on PD, aren't you? You're living yeah, like it's 10, fucking 10 like, a day or whatever. People seem to forget that kind of shit. That's why I've always said, like, if, like, as soon as I tour Europe, and I've probably done over certain parts of the world, I'd probably pack it in then anyway. Like, yeah, we're, yeah. we were booked to play Canada at one point, and I feel like that, for me, would have been, like... I'd be happy to like stop doing music then because I, I wouldn't want to burn out. No, and I think that that is important. Like I, I think it's better to like you know just kick it. Like when you're at your highest, just you know if you're not if you, uh, you know if you're not like fucking uh, Coldplay or something like that, you know when they can do what they want. You know what I mean? But like I just feel when you get to your you know you know when you're at your biggest peak and you can just feel like yeah kick it done. You know we had fun. And I think that's what we did, and I'm glad we did it like that. But um, otherwise, you would have burnt yourself out in it. Yeah, like, and, it would have, and it would have. I it, it also it probably would have ended badly because when it actually came round to do it, like when me, I had to tell Stu. I remember I rang Stu, I rang Telby, I rang Jimmy, all individually, and Oz, and I was like, "Look, I can't do it anymore, man. Like, I'm fucking, I, I'm fucked, mate. Like, I'm fucked, fully fucked." And they were all so like understanding about it. I was like, oh, cool. It wasn't that much of a, a big deal. Because like, you know. Well, like you said, Stu's like family man now, you know. Right, like, and and I think, like, as soon as, as soon you wouldn't as, be able to do that if you're on tour fucking 11. Yeah, man. As soon as, and as soon as like we, we stopped being in the band, as soon as the band finished and everything, like Stu had a baby, bro. Like, he weren't messing about, exactly. bro. He was, he, he was, you know. Doing his doing his shit straight up, super sperm. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but like, but yeah. So like, it, it, it I, and that was me. I just got it all off in my head. But you know, going back to what you said, like you said, you, you know, if you toured America or if you toured, you would be like, I'm done. 
I don't think it has to be that way, to be fair. No. Like, I think, I think if, I think if people, I think if music, in, I mean, I don't know. I don't know much about the music industry because I fucking hate it. But <laughs> I just got a feeling that like, if people were a bit more, you know, thought about the band a bit more and thinking like, you know, or the artists that, you know, they're the one putting in all the work. They're the one that makes the records. They're the ones that does the touring and they're the ones that, you know, essentially give you the job. Just look after it. Like, you know, fair enough. You get paid by them, but at least look after their mental health a bit. Like they're not, they're not the ones that you're like, the managers aren't the ones that are having to be away 11 months of the year. You know, people have regular lives, but, all I, I mean, hopefully not all managers like this, but all I think is that all they care about is getting themselves paid. So they have to make sure bands are like slogging their fucking asses off constantly. Like I, I, I get it at the beginning, but that's just being in a punk band. That's just being in a DIY band. You've got to slog your ass off. But when it yeah. gets to the point when you're getting offered tours and like doing yeah, all it's that, constant, isn't it? Like you think it, you- yeah, the popularity, it, it, even the popularity is there, you'd think that you'd get a little bit more from it. You know what I mean? Like, not just getting paid, but just a little bit more leeway. It'd be like, if someone's like, look, I can't, I, I can't do a tour for like three months. Like, you know, I need to like, just have a bit of a rest. You can have a bit of a rest, man. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have to be like punishing. It doesn't have to be like draining. It doesn't have to be all that. Because essentially you're, you're working for someone you're you know all these people working for you are just kind of benefiting from you and you're getting nothing and that's how i felt so yeah do you think it would have carried on had you been like under separate management like if it was under a different management where they did take care of you did take care of your mental health do you think you would have carried it on who knows man because i mean i mean a lot of the mental health stuff was you know it's not all due to sorry i think i had a spider on me um <laughs> it's, it's not all i mean it's not all due down to um to management and, yeah of like, course but like at stuff, least and, having and, that bit of help isn't it like i think i think you know it, it may it may have i think it may if 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 like we had been listened to a bit more and not you know forced to do things that we didn't want to do and just mismanaged completely um we may have gone on a bit longer who knows like i just don't know I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know any other. I don't know any other way. That's just yeah. how. That's my only. My only knowledge of being in a band is kind of this. I don't know. I don't know how how other bands are treated. I don't know how other artists are looked after. You know, I obviously, I guess, like you know, when you're turning when you're turning into like I don't know, fucking Dave Stormzy, you know, <laughs> fucking. Yeah whoever else is you know Noel Gallagher I'm just listening to people that play Red and Louise <laughs> um, you know you obviously get looked after properly but like you know we're still doing you know fairly big tours making money and stuff and doing all that and it's just like you know just help the artist out a little bit you know people yeah. suffer from mental health but people cover it up because they don't want to piss people off I think yeah for sure and it's, that's and one of the just, key things to mental health isn't it is thinking you're going to be a burden all the time oh mate that's what I do, I do it all the story, story of my life mate yeah. like, I am forever apologising to people um, because I think I'm in the way yeah, um, but yeah so 
But yeah, no, uh, I can't. I went off on it. We went off on a tangent. Yeah, we sounded uh, a bit like a bit old there. To be fair, the conversation we were having. I feel like if we got, were like if this was like ten years ago, we were having this conversation. It would have been a lot different. <laughs> yeah, no, fully, fully. It would have been a hell of a lot different. Um, no, it is definitely getting older as well, and learning uh, uh, and looking back at things and thinking it was a bit of a fuckery. To be fair, yeah. um, but like you know, but also as I said, like it's not all to do with that. It's myself i just have awful awful i have an awful awful brain yeah. that i didn't look, that i that i uh that i didn't look after i didn't want to be a burden to anyone yeah i'm terrible for it you know what i mean i mean later in life it fucking after the band had finished you know it really came and bit me in the ass i'm not gonna lie yeah um, I bet it did. oh mate you're around those four dudes like all the time and then it kind of just like you're having to find like I don't even I just time. think that after, well just everything my life changed completely after that's the other thing like once the band's done like there's no help you know yeah. what I mean it's not like it's not like when you like retire you get like a pension package that's what I mean like, when you, you talk about like you talk about like football you got all these football players back in the day a lot of them became like alcoholics and stuff afterwards. yeah man no care for they, can't, they can't they can't do anything you know yeah. what I mean and like you know I guess when we did our final we did a years of years worth of touring for our final record just because you know make the most out of it you know so everyone can see us and it's fun like because there was no animosity in the band or no thing we loved each other and we still do uh we wanted to hang out and because it was a you know the last year of touring it was fun and at the beginning we were like yeah we'll get like you know fucking bags to you know when we when when the last show hits and when it's done we'll all walk away with like bags and like you know like a couple racks or something like that you know just to like help us out and then last show hits and bruh i can't even remember how much money i got like it was gone quickly that let's just let's let's just say like 500 quid maybe what yeah man yeah. And I was just, and I'm just, I was just like, what? Like, you just started, pretty much just been around just, the world. Like, you went to Asia and stuff, didn't you? It was like a final bro, thing. Bro, like a year of just a full on touring. And you're walking away 500 quid. We all, get, we, all get given, we all get given 500 quid and told to have a good life. And I'm just like, oh, all right then. Fuck. Uh, but me, but me being me, because I don't want to cause a hassle or an issue didn't say anything just was like yep cool let's get on with it this is life now and then from there like all this like 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 just shit that i've been shit that i've been building up in my head since i was a kid like just fucking everything i just started going mad and i think not like i i I was never like i was never into drugs or anything like that you know because i'm not I'm not that sort of person. Like, obviously, I've done done right. drugs yeah, stuff yeah, in my yeah. time. You know what I mean? Like, I'd be lying if I said I hadn't. Because, but like, I was never like a, a full on. Like, I was never into that sort of thing. I did. I can't really drink much because I'm a bit of a lightweight. You know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I smoke weed, um, and I still do. But I, I, I think of that in a different way. You know, yeah. some people don't. Some people do. Some people it agrees with, some people don't. It's like paracetamol, man. Like some people can take paracetamol, some people can't take paracetamol. And I think that's it's the same with drinking. People, some people can drink, some people can't drink. I think it's yeah. just how you use it. But I think 
but that's an, a whole different kettle of fish. <laughs> um, but like, um, but yeah, just like after the band, like I had nothing, man. I had to go back to work. I just worked, and I just went fucking mental. I think like, and then just everything around me was just like getting worse and yeah. worse and worse, and then and then it got really bad. <laughs> and then it got really bad and now I'm and yeah did a lot of stuff in that meantime worked did a lot of different jobs and stuff worked in a lot of different like worked in fashion for ages yeah. but then met, mental health comes around and kicks you in the ass again and then you have to yeah and then I end up being back in Brighton because I had to get you know I got sent home because I was fucking having a really bad time yeah Brighton's a cool you know, place to be though it's, it is cool it's it's not as good as it used to be. I'll tell you that. Um, I mean, drug problems in Brighton are awful now. Like, really? There's a lot of people, there's a lot of like spice heads about, man. Like, Shit, really? Oh, so people are like, bro, like you walk around town and there's like, you think someone's having a rolly and next thing you know, they're dribbling on the floor. Like, oh, oh, man. Brilliant, mate. Like, Jesus. there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that in Brighton. And I think from the pandemic, because obviously the city was clear, like I remember running through the city like because obviously there was no one about there was no cars and so oh, I could yeah. just run I just would run for like miles um and you just see like all these like new nitty drug drug addicts drug addicts and alcoholics just roaming the streets and I'm like where are you coming from and they, and they obviously they never they never left um but I mean obviously I do feel I feel bad and sorry for them because obviously they've something's happened to them to get into this sort of way. Yeah, for but, sure. And like, there is that sort of like, oh man, you know, you wish you could, you wish there was some way you could help them. But at the same time, it's just made Brighton a bit like, a bit, a bit, a bit dodgy, a bit scary sometimes, you know. I haven't been there for a few years, to be fair. I still love I haven't been, I been, love, I haven't been there since before the pandemic, to be fair. Yeah, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I'm making it sound like fucking, <laughs> you know, you know, like the fucking backwards. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it's still a lovely place. Like, you know, in the, in the sun, it's amazing. And, you know, but it's just as someone who's grown up in Brighton, moving to London, living in London for ages and then coming back, I'm like, it's not as good as it used to be, is it? You know? <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I used to live in Birmingham. I don't live there anymore. Mid that time. No. Now, so I know what it's like. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, I guess it's the same sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah, literally. Birmingham's yeah. Birmingham's Birmingham, isn't it? That's a whole different kind. I'd say Birmingham's a different place. I've always had fun in Birmingham. So no, there's no diss to Birmingham whatsoever. Yeah. Um I mean yeah, I've seen your demise so many times in Birmingham, it's unreal. <laughs> exactly. I love we like Birmingham was always one we were always looking forward to, man. Like it was always a killer show. But you are right, you know, Birmingham Birmingham has its own charm. So, for a lot of people growing up, I mean, me as well, um, your demise was like a gateway into hardcore for a lot mm-hmm. of people. Um, and some people would say that the kids who used to be was like a pinnacle record for them in terms of like hardcore. How does cool. that sort of make you feel? Because uh, that obviously that would is- have been the first record that you were actually involved in as well. For that, that. That is, if like you know, I I you know, as I said to you before, I I get weird when people 
um, say they love the band and like all that sort of stuff. Like, yeah, I just like why you know why would you like my band? Um, why would you like the band? I mean, um, but that is everything. If I could take anything out of being in the band, that is what I would like on terms of like a fan's point of view or a listening point of view. Being a gateway band is probably the greatest thing you could ever be, in my personal opinion. Yeah, for sure. Because 100%. if it's not for if it, if it's not for gateway bands, other bands, cooler bands, more you know prestige bands, so to speak, or whatever. It's a kid who's listening to I don't know fucking who's who's big who was big in that sort of era of time, but like mainstream big like I know kids who listen to Fallout Boy and. <sighs> 30 seconds to Mars or <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm trying sure. to think I'm trying to think who was a big band when I was sure, band. Right. Uh, like kids who are listening to that see in Kerrang or see us on tour support and I don't know fucking who do we play with that was weird fucking oh and Shikari or something you know what I mean like see this, they this see, says that, that literally that is it right there so I've always when I was a kid it was like I listened to early architects I listened to you know the early Boom of the Horizon stuff Parkway Drive all that kind of stuff was my kind of yeah. thing like, I love that old school like metalcore stuff and then one day I went to see Enter Shikari and I saw Your Demise and then that was like a gateway for me then and then every time I watched Your Demise on like a their own, your own show you'd have like I remember once seeing you in Birmingham, you had Trapped in the Rose and you had Basement. And I was like, this is yeah. fucking unreal. Still say that that's hands down one of the greatest tours that ever happened. That is an don't unbelievable lineup. Don't, 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 don't at me. Don't at that me. Is but, an unbelievable yeah, I'll put that out there. Um, unbelievable. But yeah, no, fully. Like, I think it, like that is it. So a kid who's into Entukari, um, or as I said, who else ever was big? 30 Seconds to Mars. I don't know why they, they keep coming to my head. Um, sees us and thinks fuck me that band a cool man like i like them they're heavy they're different they're not what i'd normally listen to and then i don't know when i was a kid like i'd see bands and they'll be wearing t-shirts of like i don't know other bands i'll be like, oh, i've got to check them out so like you see them you're like exactly. oh chromags Cro-Mag. who the fuck are chromags uh i listen to chromags and next thing you know you're 13 like you're 14 you're into shikari but for some reason you're into you're listening to a late 80s hardcore record, you know, that you you probably would never, that you probably would never have picked up. And I think that is the greatest thing a band can do. You know what I mean? I would happily, I I am so happy that we are called a gateway band more than anything else, because it means that kids listened to us and got into other cool shit. My only downside is when kids do that and then, call you a cunt because you're not cool anymore <laughs> it's like come on bro like come on man like you, like, you love you you loved our band like a year ago and now you're calling me a cunt because i'm not in fucking backtrack you know what i mean like it's like fuck man do you get that a lot then? do you get a lot of people come up to you and be like oh you know your demise was like my gateway band so i know like a lot of people i now, in my time a lot of people say it now i do now i do and i think and i'll I don't know. Maybe I try and like, I'm 33 now, but I try and I'm not down with the kids, but you know, I have, a, <laughs> I have like, I have like, you know, I have, I, I, you know, I keep up with what's going on in the world. Um, and I think the way music is going at the moment, uh, 
I've said this forever. I think this helps when I work. I think this is working in fashion um, and that being a big part of my life. Um, everything goes in 20 year cycles, man. Like, I swear. Like, when I was a kid in the 90s, everyone was trying to be like the 70s. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like that sort of groovy sort of thing. You know, you had like grooves in the hole, you had uh, Austin Powers was coming out. Uh, you know, all that sort of shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, then, and then in when it was the 2000s, when I, you know, obviously I was becoming a teenager, going out more. The 80s was the things, man. Like, everyone was wearing skinny jeans, like Fred Perry polos, pencil ties, you know, like New Rave was a thing. Yeah. Like, it was that late 80s. And then, obviously, we've just come out of everyone thinking that they're fucking in the 90s. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, for sure, you're and, right. You know, and, and then now it's the 2000s, man. And I think the 2000s, like, I know everyone's like, my age was the best age. The 2000s was a melting point. It had some dog shit, don't get me wrong. And it had some real problematic stuff. But it was also a melting pot of genres. Like, I think it was one of the, one of the perfect moments in time when the 90s had really pushed it. But then the 2000s made it a thing where hip-hop, metal, And then, like, even, like, we're talking, like, like fucking like Paris Hilton, like dating Chad Musker. You know what I mean? Like skating world had turned into the high fashion world again. Um, <laughs> and like, it was just a melting pot and everyone was like doing their shit. And it was cool because everyone, like you had like Limp Biscuit doing shit with Method Man. You had like, Linkin Park doing an album. You had, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Like it was, it was a time, like it was time. And I think now, is happening it's happening again because now it's come 20 years the early 2000s the 2000s is back yeah all girls are wearing miss 60s low like low-rise jeans um you know what i mean yeah like, no you're right fashion you know what i'm saying fashion yeah. especially like on fashion fashion especially like you are right it's, it's coming back and then like bands like you know like like shout out like bands like turnstile like yeah, they're blending man. they're blending genres you know they're doing shit with like you know they they you know they're, they're doing shit that's like it remind it's not the same obviously but it reminds me of the early 2000s you know they're like the people they hang out with are like aren't like hardcore kids they're hanging out with like you know like virgil abloh and like doing shit like that uh you've got like higher power like they're a hardcore band but they don't sound like a hardcore band yeah. they sound like singer literally like, sounds like the singer from alice in chains literally yeah or like james so addiction like it sounds yeah, like to me so... it sounds like perry perry farrell yeah, yeah it does yeah, uh, it does, yeah um but like and i just think it now is a time when like i think this you don't have to be that like for hardcore anyway i don't know i could be completely wrong because i'm 33 and i'm not 18 and i don't <laughs> go to i don't go to shows that much but uh, <laughs> but like it feels like kids are now finally again more open to just things sounding different and like being in a hardcore band doesn't have to be you don't have to sound like you don't have to sound like Mabel you don't have to sound like you know trapped under ice anymore you don't have to sound like fucking you know like you can sound like whatever you want and still be into like still be part of a hardcore scene or metal scene or like you know, hip hop scene or stuff like that. It's cool, man. It, it is, is cool. cool. I don't like faux punk though. I fucking hate faux punk. You know, What's faux punk. I don't even know what that you is. Know, like, people, people are just cashing in on being a punk. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, not about that either. You know what I mean? Like you were, you weren't that, you weren't that a minute ago. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like, like keep true to yourself, but don't worry about. Don't pretend to be something you're not in it. Yeah, man. If you like, I always think like if you like something, you like it, and you should never be, um. You should never be put off by what anyone else thinks about it. And, you know, we're all guilty of it because as a kid, loads of people, you know, you do that as a kid. You know, oh, I don't like that. But really, like, you're listening to Taproot in your bedroom. You're like, oh, this one's a banger. Um, <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Be like, nah, fuck that, man. Um, but, yeah, I just think, I, I hope people are a bit more open to, you know, just everything now. Like, I always have been. And that's why I love so much different sort of music. And, I've never been shy about saying what music I love. Yeah. But I think I'm, I'm now... Still, like, and I think and this goes back to obviously like what you were saying about your mum. Obviously your mum's got the Black Album but then she's got those R&B records. So I'm the same. Yeah. My, my old man's like fresh and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And he was like a big Prodigy fan and Oasis fan and then my mum's like exactly. R&B and shit like that. So it all just yeah, yeah, molds yeah. in. That's it all blends like, in. And I think, I think that was like that was good man and I think that's important because I, I do think there was a point especially when I mean I could be completely wrong as well but it was just from my point of view like everyone got really serious like really serious and if you didn't and if you were you strayed from that you you know you sort of sell out or you're not cool or you're not that you know you have to be into you know you know you were very it was very segregated but now I hope that you know I want to see kids that are into hardcore. Like, I, there's kids that I know, like this guy from Brighton who does this. Uh, he's like a he does hip hop. Um, it's like Nokia Mansion. It's cool. Um, he came to our last show. Like, he came to our show that we just did, and like he was like stage diving and stuff. And he was like, oh, like, like that was amazing. Like, so much energy, and like it was cool, man. And like, it's cool, like. That he's interested, like my other friend, this guy called uh, this this kid man. Um, he do, he's, he does like dance, man. Like he's a proper like he makes good like dance music, and he's doing like good stuff. His name is Changing Currents. Okay. Like really like really like you know like fresh modern dance music, and he's like never like bearing in mind like this kid doesn't know anything about hardcore or anything like that, man. <laughs> and he's like saw I showed him, he's like yeah, the energy in that, the energy, man, is amazing. And I think that's it. You, you you don't dismiss something on face value. Mm. Look at the people. Look at the people enjoying it and see what they're getting from it. And then you can kind of see. Then you kind of find see why they're enjoying. It. And then you can learn to like appreciate how people, you know, different sorts of music and the energy and the what people get out of it. And I think that's. And then obviously that was a very 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 long. And you'll realize I'm really good at this tangent of what we were talking about no it's cool man. Um, it's, it's being a gateway around. band being a gateway band is the best thing you can be like hands down i love it it's amazing i also just feel that if the golden age that record came out now it would be good it, people would like it more <laughs> See, I, I actually love the golden age but i think i, yeah. I was a your demise fan at that time yeah. i think if yeah. people will come into your demise on the golden age i think they needed to go back and hear the kids who used to be first yeah yeah, yeah that yeah. is like the your demise record in my opinion yeah but i mean i think you I are so right though like the golden age now would hit so much differently than what it did like so much differently I, it, 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 like I, you know, I, as I said, I don't really talk about this sort of thing. But when we wrote the Golden Age and stuff, like 
we went into it like obviously you know we are if you were to slip us into a a genre we were we are a hardcore band i guess um or punk rock band but when we did the golden age like we just wanted to write like we wanted to write songs that we were like all right let's have fun we were like let's have fun let's make songs like that sound that don't sound like your demise that don't that but still sound like your demise it is like listen like i hadn't listened to it in years and then obviously we had these shows um so so i had to listen to it and i was like yo this is kind of mad man like it sounds like nothing it doesn't sound like another band <laughs> so that, that that's one question i had on here to be fair so your demise is a big influence on a lot of people and then obviously like you said it's a gateway band but where did the sound come from because there wasn't many bands doing that kind of thing especially when it comes to the golden age because obviously as yourself Honestly. as a vocalist that was sort of the first record for you where you were actually singing on it as well mate so i mean honestly like i i, I don't really like recording i mean i like recording it's fun it's fun being there and stuff but when it actually comes down to doing vocals and things i hate it i'm really bad at it um i yeah i just i, I get i get weird and I, I you know i don't know i just find it hard i always had to have telby in the room with me looking yeah. at me <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> i had to have him there like sitting on a beanbag and i'll be like yes mate and then he'd be like it's fine i'll be like cool <laughs> um, it's cool but i never felt like you know I never felt really good about it because you know, I don't know. I, I I never liked the way I sounded on records um, for some reason. But uh, it's like I still find it weird. I can't even remember the original question you asked me. Then sorry. I know. No, I was just asking like, what were the influences behind it? Because oh, not, sorry, not, sorry. Not many people, not, oh, not many okay. people at that time were doing that kind of music. And the bands I, we were touring with, like you know, well, yeah, I, I saw you play with Trapped in the Rose and shit, like. That's on a very heavy side of sort of hardcore. So for you, it was very different. And then, like I said, you got the golden age where you started yeah. resorting to singing as well as yeah. a harsh record. So when so kids we used to be, I would say is more of a you know just pretty much you know straight up. It's got you know melodic elements. It's got bits of this, bits of that. Yeah, like it, it's it's you know it's a hardcore record with like you know. Bit elements of, you know, bit bit poppy at some point. You know, it's got a bit of singing on it at some points. Obviously, kids used to be a singing song. Um, but when we came to the golden age, we were like, right, let's just sound like, let's just try and take influence on bands we like. You know what I mean? Like, really take influence. So when we put it down, we were like, we want to make a record that sounds like The Offspring. So, um, yeah. like that originally that's what we wanted it to sound like we were just like we always joked like if we had done another record it would have just sounded like the offspring <laughs> um, like but yeah we were like we just anything so like there's songs that sound like like there's a song that sounds like Deftones on it like if Deftones was an influence on it My Chemical Romance were a bit of an influence on it there's a song that really? never made it to the re- there's a song that isn't on the record that is literally and my chemical romance ripoff. You know that never coming yeah. home, never coming home. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, we literally, we literally ripped that off. Like shout out that song, man. Fuck me, that is a banger. Um, you, what's it called? Is it online anywhere? 
you know what? It might be. I don't know. I don't know if I did any vocals for it. I, I have no idea. It might oh, be. Wow. There are there are a couple of songs that I think were like that never made it onto the record that are out there. I haven't looked for a very long time. Thanks for saying that because I will have a look myself. Yeah, if you find uh, it, yeah, I'll ping it. I'll ping. I'll ping it to you. Yeah, I, I. I don't know if that. I don't know if that was one of the ones that we did, but like, we did that. Um, That's sick. And yeah, so there's that, and there's like, I need to listen to it again because there's some really funny things on it. Um, like there's a there's a song on it where we told Oz that he had to write a riff with ten notes in it that don't repeat ever. So really, so there's a, oh man, yeah, I'm definitely going to listen to the record after this. Like, and then like, there's um, the last track's got like about three or four the, different yeah, guest vocals on it, hasn't it? Theo, Theo, Louis, and AJ. Uh, it, yeah. yeah, AJ from uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out. Um, and like, yeah, it, like if you listen to it now, like, and this is coming from myself as well, who hadn't listened to it in a long 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 time if i didn't think that i was in the band and wouldn't think it was hideously egotistical of me or it wouldn't make my stomach sick to say this i'd be like yo this band are kind of cool man they sound like no one else uh but unfortunately unfortunately uh, i am in the band so it makes me feel absolutely disgusting nah, you, say that you, you, you know what i mean you're good man it's fine I but you know what it. i mean it's great but but like i think that's that's the that's one of my only like things about it that I will that about the golden ages. Is like I wish, I wish it came out now because I think people would be more open. So much different, yeah. So much different. Yeah. I mean, you've got yeah, bands because... at the moment that are coming out, right? Have you heard Static Static Dress? Have you listened to those guys? No. So these are like new guys that have come out. They've been a band for about a year or two years, maybe, and it's mm. literally like um, it's like My Chemical. Romance, Romance yeah. like, right. but it's like really, really good, like done really well. It's yeah, also got it. elements of like Finch and stuff like that in it. It's like really yeah, yeah. emo kind right. of stuff. Right. It's I'm good. telling you, man. I'm the telling golden you. Age now. I'm telling you, bro. Two, like, I'm telling you, everything moves in 20 years, man. If people are coming out, so I don't sound like Finch and My Chemical Romance, I'm all here for it, man. I'm just like new metal as well. I'm telling you. Yeah, another it's, thing it's, that's it's, sort of it's coming around as a cycle, isn't it? Yeah, At least I'm bands telling are influencing you, it as well. Yeah, so new new metal and like scream. Is it? Would you call it screamo? I don't know. I hate that term. Post hardcore. Let's call it that. It seems a bit more. Uh, yeah, we've got bands more, like, uh, like you got Sea Spice Cowboy and bands like that from the states and Wrist Meets Razor, which is all that kind of screamo kind of stuff that's coming back out. It's crazy how things are just coming. Yeah, around. man. I know a band, uh -huh. like, I've got a few friends in Birmingham who just started a band literally as Glassdoor worship because they love Glassdoor. Exactly. I mean, that would be my dream band to ever be in, ever. Like, that's all I've ever wanted. If I was going to, if I was going to, like, if I was going <laughs> to do another band, it, it would sound like Glassdoor, like, fully. Or it would sound like Glassdoor if they were a new metal band because <laughs> through being in a pandemic and I go running every day, I listen to a lot of music uh, and I just decided to go on a bit of a nostalgia trip and started listening to bands that I either I thought were cool back then that aren't or bands that I thought weren't cool back then but I'll give them a go now just because I thought it'd be funny and I've realised that new metal man like bar some of the like problematic uh, lyrics and uh, 
yeah, yeah, general, yeah. general like awful misogyny and stuff like that not all bands are don't get me wrong there are some good good new metal bands out there that aren't like that um bro man they got some fucking there are bangers out there there yeah, are bangers out there sure. that you that i was like i did not realize this band sounded like that and i'm terrible for that kind of thing because i'm the same i'll go running all the time and like i'll yeah. just stick on like anything that pops into my head like recently i've been running to hybrid theory like constant. oh mate i did a big I, I was big on that last year man last summer there was like i was like yeah 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 let's bang on hybrid theory because you know it sounds good it sounds good in your ears when you're running um Bro, I was listening to that, man, and I'm not going to lie. Before I go running, I, I, I smoke a joint. Yeah, I, it's, it's my it's I, my I don't thing. think I could do that. Uh, it, it, honestly, because I don't run, I run for my head. I don't run for, like, times or anything like that. That's why I never do marathons. But I do, like, 20K or whatever. Um, yeah. Um, I, I don't know why I just started running and I got fat so I thought I could run. <laughs> um, but yeah I was anyway so I was listening to Linkin Park while running I was just Hyper Fury and there's that um, is it track 9 I think it is it's like the one that goes bring your thought back yeah I see it right through you you know that yeah, bit yeah, you know that yeah, one yeah, you know yeah. that one yeah, yeah, yeah. that middle eight yeah I was listening to it and I was like, bro, it sounds like Santana, man. It's crazy. <laughs> it mate. sounds like it sounds crazy. like Santana. It's got that like like Spanish, like you know, <laughs> Rob, Rob Thomas, Max Fox 20, you know, uh, you know, smooth sort of bass line. I'm like, what's going on? And I was Is like, it, yeah. Did you hear the track that they released on the 20th anniversary edition? No. Is it 2045? Something like 20th or 45 I, I, I would say no, but I've definitely listened to it because I was listening to that when I was running. That was the record I was listening to. Yeah, so and there's, a, there's, a, there's a track they bought out with it that's like unreleased and it's called She Could or She Would. Yeah, or something like, yeah. oh man, it's so good. Yeah, me and my me and, me and my boy uh, during the pandemic because we were talking about it and he, he did exactly the same, like not even talking about it, but for some reason started listening to like new metal and like, oh, I think we all did, like, I, actually, I say he did. He'd listen to you, but all my friends really started listening to like, not even talking to each other, just listening to old music. I think everyone did, actually. Yeah. Um, I have. Yeah, I, mean, I think that yeah. was the pandemic, isn't it? Like, the pandemic hit. Yeah, I think... You got all this I time to listen to everything. Yeah, and, and like, back, I, you, I think there was a lot of time. I think everyone had a lot of time listening to music. Um, but yeah, like, what was I even talking about? Um yeah, so that sounds cool as she would. Yeah, yeah, like, and I was, I, I was like, yo, bro, I didn't know this song was on Hybrid Theory. And he was like, no, neither did I. And I was like, quite a good song. I don't remember it. And then obviously a, now it's a, it's an unreleased song from it. Yeah, so they'd like yeah, when yeah, they yeah. bought out the twentieth anniversary, they bought out that song, which was not unreleased. It's unreleased. Oh, so was, like, was, was that? So was that track from the Hybrid Theory days that they re-released? Yeah, I think it. Yeah, I think it was like a demo, maybe that they've like remastered or re Okay, cool. Something like that, but it was like unreleased. Because it, it has it was that from back like, then, but unreleased. Yeah, because yeah. if I remember, it has that same sort of um, it has the same sort of recording and vibe as that record, anyway. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. I, yeah. But yeah, I never knew that. Thank you for letting me. Uh, thank, you, thank, you thank you for telling me that. That is a That's new bit of information I did not know. Um, sure. So, if you could go back to any moment in time with your demise, when do you think it would be? Oh, I don't know actually. Um, like, what, was really the, what was like a pinnacle moment when being in your demise for you? Like, oh, I tell you, actually, I tell you, like 
uh, you know, I'm one of those people where I forget things and I remember them. Like, actually, no, I wish I'd said that. Um, I'm always full of regret. I'm always full of like, I why didn't I say that? That was so much cooler. Why did I do that? I always think of things like so much later. But I think what like one of the moments that I was like, fuck, man. Um, when we were on a tour with the Day to Remember in oh, England, uh, when we did the UK tour, because we came back from a tour with the Ghost Inside in, in, in the US and then flew back to England and did a day to remember and then through that. But I remember like, cause obviously that was like, my, it wasn't it like, it was probably like my third or fourth tour with Demise at that point. So like, I just been to America for the first time in my life. I've never been there. Uh, so I just done that and then going on tour with a day to remember and I'm going to sound like such a prick here, but like, Damn. I didn't realize how big a day to remember were. Yeah. I had, I had no idea. Like, By I this had, point, I was had, it like it was it like big academy shows, like big? Oh, yeah, we're talking like you know the big room in the O2, you know, yeah, the, yeah. in Birmingham and stuff, stuff like that. Yeah. So I had no idea how big they were, like three thousand cap. Like for for me at that time, I was like, this is mad. Like, um, and I remember, yo, shout out Birmingham here, and this is this is this this kind of leads on to like the fact. I'm that trying to think Birmingham. whether I was there or not. I know I've seen. You that oh, I'm gonna say I'm Birmingham gonna well. I'm, I'm gonna say you probably were because architects were on that shot tour as well. Yeah, I think I was. Yeah, yeah, it was, was us. Yeah, yeah, it was us, think, yeah. us, us, us architects in a day to remember. Yeah, and I remember pulling up in Birmingham, and I was like, "Yo, this is a big, big show." Like, because the first one was at Leeds Uni, and it was kind of smaller. And I was like, oh, this is quite big, but not that big. Like, it was quite a, like, for a day to remember, it was quite a small show, but that's what I thought they played. And then when we turned up at the fucking Birmingham O2 Academy thing, I was like, Jesus Christ, mate, this is fucking huge, bro. This is, like, the biggest thing I've ever seen. Like, well, how how is this going to go down? Thinking we're going to get a fucking, like, horseshoe at the front and a couple <laughs> of people, couple of people pity moshing or something. Um and I remember, like, not really thinking much of it. And then when we came out to play, I was just like, oh, my God. Like, from the first note, I was like, shit, like, we're quite a big band at the moment. Like, I was yeah. like and bearing in, mind, we were, bearing in mind, like, we were first on, and this was 2010. And I'd only been in the band, like, half a year or whatever. Um, I was like, fuck, man, this is mental. And I vividly remember, like, like, in a break, in the, like, during the song or whatever, I just looked at each of us, like each member being like, what the fuck is going on? And I looked at like, uh, like one of my best friends, Ben Saker, shout out Breaking Point. Um, Great band. Yeah. Uh, I, he was on tour with us. Uh, he looked after me a lot. It was good. Um, and I was looking at him. I was like, bro, what the fuck is going on? Like, like, is this real? And that was a moment when I was like, okay, this isn't just like a little band that we just, go on tour and do so like this is actually like oh shit we're actually fucking like mad like do it like you know people like our band people like this band I'm, like it's crazy uh so there's that and the second one is we played in a we played on a mountain in indonesia in what like in like in a temple and there was like we turned up there and there was like kids and like people like doing like martial arts in there it was like proper like looked like something out of um you know like the old bruce lee movies you know what i'm saying like where there's a temple and there's like yeah. a school of like 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 people learning martial arts and stuff 
Uh, I don't want to say, I don't know what martial art it was. I don't want to assume it's something else. Um, and I was like, we are, we're playing in here, man. And like, we're in Indonesia. And this is like, and this was our first show. Like, we'd never been to Indonesia or anything. And this is our first show in Indonesia. And we're playing in a temple that on a mountain. Mental. And there's people doing karate. And it's with terror. <laughs> And that yeah, was the first time, fun. and that was, the, and that was, and that was the first time we met Terror as well. And like, yeah, I ain't gonna lie, man. Like, Terror, Terror, man, Terror, the best. Terror, are yeah, great band, very, very hard working band as well. I, I, from a kid, like, I remember when we first started touring with Terror, I was like, I cannot believe we are touring with Terror. Like, like even as like a 24, 23 year old, I'm like, if the 15, 16 year old version of myself know I'm gonna be touring with Terror. Sick. He'd kick himself, man. He'd be like, "What the fuck?" So yeah, we played, that was pretty mental. We played on a mountain with terror <laughs> wow. in, a, in a temple. Yeah, it was pretty cool. That is bonkers. Wow. Fair yeah. play. Listen, Ed, thank you for the time, mate. Honestly, I it's really, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry, honestly. sorry. I am an absolute nightmare to get hold of. I no, no, it's I, fine. Honestly, I can't. As okay. you as you probably have learned, I'm you know pretty all over the place. I'm pretty quiet. Uh, also, just a lot, of, a lot, of, a lot of shit, go, a lot of shit going on at home. But um, awesome. other than that, I hope it was okay. I hope it nah, was worth. I hope it was worth me. I've been very, yeah. very keen to do this one because obviously, like I said, I've been in your demise fan for a long time. So, I and I tell, if you ever, if you ever want me to come back on and do a, and do another section of talking absolute garbage with you, I'd love to, more mate. Than happy, more than happy to do it, fella. Mate, I'll chat to Rob and we'll get some out sorted because I'd love to. Yeah, of course, man. Yeah, of course. It was an absolute pleasure. And I, I bear in mind, I never, ever, ever, ever do anything like this because I, I hate talking about myself. I hate interviews. That's cool, man. They freak me out, but this was nah, an absolute cool. pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, you're Thank always you. welcome to do it, man, for sure. Thank you very There's much, man. Thank you. Take care, absolute man. pleasure. Bye. Have a good day. See you later. And you, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Fortline Social Podcast. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Obviously, as you can tell, Ed McRae is a very, very cool guy. Got a lot of stories to tell. So yeah, I really hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to check this out on Spotify. Obviously, check us out on all social media platforms as well.